0: Into episode number 75, the healthy scratch interview segment here on the Huskies Warming House podcast, your number one home for, uh, I don't know, college hockey and St. Cloud Hockey, which is right around the corner. And this is our first time on the show having a freshman skater who, Nick, you kind of mentioned it uh, to me right before we started this show here. The first freshman skater we've had that has yet to play a game for the Huskies. So pretty excited to get this interview done. The comparisons have been made at least, uh, I would say off the ice and off the ice to a guy, by the name of Jimmy Schultz. Would you say those comparisons were accurate uh, after this interview? Yeah, I mean, definitely the hockey IQ thing. And he'll touch on that too. But, you know, uh,
1: not the you know, the boisterous guy. He's he's definitely not the, you know, the fun forward glue guy. You know, he's not gonna be a Paul Business Net, which is a good thing. Uh, you know, because <laughs> at least for Jack uh, you know, Peart. I keep yeah. having trouble with that. Yeah. So, so, but, and here,
0: th- but and yes. That, and that's a great thing to point out. I you, We're going to mention his name a couple of times, but for those who are wondering, the pronunciation, as he told us before the show, the word ears in his name. So it is Jack Peart for those uh trying to fill out those media guides for, uh, for a guy who will surely, I would think be penciled in the lineup for this season. I think he is going to push for a spot.
1: uh Noah. and I, I think it was McHatton too, that, you know, gave us that same insider. You know, you don't bring in a guy at 18 years old to win Mr. Hockey uh to put him on the bench. You know, I do think he's going to contend for possibly a, a top four spot. You know, again, there's, uh, I don't think you're going to, you know, take out uh, uh, Seamus Donahue uh, and that top pairing uh, there for the Huskies with Nick Purvix. But, you know, I think there's still plenty of room there in that bottom four maybe to mix it up and see, you know, who can earn that final four spots, honestly. And, you know, it, it's 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 a good problem to have for Huskies fans. You can never have too much depth, especially in your blue line. And Huskies will have plenty. Um, and it's it's unfortunate that, you know, in a normal season that, you know, you probably only get – seven defensemen who really find themselves in the rotation so plenty of talent there and you gotta hope to see what jack can bring here this first freshman season did brent let you know where you were in the lineup
0: uh i i was the healthy scratch that's what this is called i'm not well, on the <laughs> well speaking of this week's healthy scratch interview segment guest it was jack Pier for episode number 75
1: Welcome back to the Den Husky Mormon House podcast, fans. It's episode number seventy-five of the Healthy Scratch interview, and join us a very special guest who will be a freshman this year for the Saint Louis State men's hockey team. It's two thousand twenty-one Mister Hockey Award winner and incoming freshman defensive Jack Peart. Jack, how are you doing?
2: Good. How are you guys?
1: Doing well, Jack. Um, first of all, first week of classes. I know that's not obviously any you know topic of discussion. Nobody really likes to to kind of get into, but. You know kind of get in. I know you've been on campus a little bit now, but three days of classes. How's the adjustments? How's everything been so far?
2: Um, I mean, it was a little nerve wracking the first day just trying to find my first class, but uh, no, I got there on time, so no, it's been good.
1: Did uh, anybody tell you that the swimming pool was on the fourth
0: floor of the uh, the Washington Carver building? No, I didn't hear that one, but uh, <laughs>
2: I'm glad I didn't.
0: <laughs> I just, I always think it's interesting to put in perspective, uh, Jack, obviously you're a, you're a highly touted addition to this Huskies lineup, but yet uh, when you say it like that, you just sound like every other freshman coming to college for the first time, finding their classes. Uh, is there, I guess, to piggyback off a of next question, is there any class that you're actually looking forward to, or are you more excited to kind of jump on the ice? Uh, but on the academic side, is there anything that you're kind of looking forward to or just waiting for October and the season to start?
2: Um, I mean, I like my math class. Uh, That's my favorite subject, but, uh, no, definitely looking forward to the hockey side of it too.
1: It's quite the season we have come up here, Jack. Uh, but before we get into what's coming up this season, I want to talk about how you got here. Um, again, highly talented defensive prospect. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, let's just go through a couple of things that we have already said 2021 Minnesota State High School, Mr. Hockey award winner. For those of you who have never watched Minnesota high school hockey it is given as the best High school hockey player in the state for the 2021 year. Uh, so, quite an accomplishment there, Jack. Uh, was that an award? uh I guess. What was your reaction when you were named uh, to that prestigious award uh, for this last year of your high school career?
2: No, that was that was definitely really special to to get to go to the cities and um, just spend that day with with all the good hockey players in, in high school hockey and. Um, previous Mr. Hockey Award winners that were there and and then my family and and coaches came down to, to watch it and um, yeah I just just was lucky enough to to hear my name be called and um yeah it was a whirlwind of emotions for sure and um, like I said spending that day with my family and my coaches was really special for me.
0: Speaking of family, Jack, let's rewind the clocks back uh, all the way to the beginning years, if you will. And when you first threw on a pair of skates, who really got you into the game of hockey? How much influence did your family have on that? And, you know, was it your dad or was there somebody, especially in your childhood, that really stuck out as kind of being, you know, a really good mentor or really good uh, someone that was a good building block for you to kind of become the player you are today?
2: Yeah, it was definitely my dad. He uh, coached the high school team in Grand Rapids for, I think, 12 years. So I was always uh, around the rink with him and I got to skate with the high school team with him. And um, yeah, he, he was the one who got me into hockey. And then uh, both my sisters played hockey. So there was a competitive side to that, uh, trying to be better than them. And uh, no, it, whole family's been competitive and, and have just been around the game of hockey.
0: Would you say that uh, you've gotten better than your sisters, or do they still have a leg up on you, Jack? <laughs>
2: um, I mean, I hope I'm better than them now, but uh,
0: you never know.
1: <laughs> Jack, you know, as you, you know, you grow through the hockey realms, right? 2019, you're a part of the uh, Minnesota High School All-Star Prospects Game down there in Saint Paul, the Trier Rink. Um, it, it's noted as what they call a scouts sort of game, right? And you know, a very select group uh, get to go that. But you know, as a player, does it does that sort of I guess, game or that sort of like, I guess, event, if you want to call it. Does that really mean much to you? Were you thinking a lot about, you know, who was in the stands or were you just trying to go out there and have fun and play hockey?
2: Um, I mean, those those games are kind of weird, just, just being put together with a bunch of guys. It's it's kind of tough to know where each other are at. So, um, yeah, you, you just kind of try and go out there and do your best and not worry too much about, what's happening in the stands or, or who's there, because that'll throw you off your game. But no, just, just go play your game and, and uh, yeah, good things will happen.
0: You know, speaking of that scouting process as well, one guy that obviously would have scouted you uh, would have been Brett Larson, as well as the fantastic coaching staff, Nick Oliver. And then of course, Dave Shyack, the newest addition in recent years. Uh, but Jack, if you had to go back to that all-star game and then coming into your freshman season as a Husky, how would you describe your own game and what you bring to the table in this Huskies lineup?
2: Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd say I'm a two way defenseman. Um, my strength is, is my hockey IQ, Um uh, I can play in the offensive zone and the defensive zone. Um, yeah, just just doing anything to help the team win.
1: Jack, you know, you talk about defense when you say hockey IQ, right? And it's it's amazing how we can look at, you know, someone's skating. We can look at their shot. We can look at their physicality um, as a defenseman, right? It's all these tools in your toolbox, right? But one thing that I've I've read upon you is just maybe your patience and your confidence with the puck, right? There, there just seems to be no fear with you. Uh, would you agree with that assessment that when the puck's on your stick, there is what they call ice in your veins? Is that is that accurate? Um,
2: I wouldn't say there's no fear. Um, it's just sometimes that I'm waiting to, to look for a better play um, and, and waiting for a passing lane to open up. But um, no, that's, that's something I feel like I learned just, just by watching hockey growing up and, and always being around the rink. I, I always used to love to, to watch the NHL in, in the high school games in Grand Rapids. And um, yeah, I think that's one of the biggest keys to, to growing your hockey IQ.
1: And Jack, just to follow up on that, sorry, Noah, but, you know, as far as, you know, you said watching, uh, obviously, Graham, Evans, the Thunderhawks, so they you have know, quite the story program in Minnesota State High School, uh, hockey storyboards, if you want to call it. But, you know, you, you watched some players at the NHL level. Was there any particular defenseman that you modeled your game at or watched and say, I kind of want to, you know, emulate that person's game? Is there any one or two players that you watched, in, you know, very intently?
2: Um, I'll say just growing up watching Jake Bischoff, he's he's from Grand Rapids, he played at the Gophers and, And now he plays for uh, Vegas. Um, He was my favorite player growing up. And, um, yeah, it was so special getting to watch him um, just practice every day and and skate every day. And, um, yeah, love the way he plays and kind of try to model my game after it
0: say, Jack mentioned the Gophers, you might not want to mention the Gophers too much unless you're beating them in a Huskies uniform moving forward here, Jack. But uh, um, nonetheless, uh, speaking of being in a Huskies uniform, uh, as Nick kind of alluded to, you've gotten the start in the academic world, but you've jumped on the ice as well, along with uh, Mason Solquist and uh, Josh Ledetke, um as freshmen in this squad here. Um, how has that transition been with the boys in the locker room? Do you feel a little bit more at home when you've jumped on the ice and how, how have the sessions been so far?
2: Yeah, no, this has been um, probably the easiest team I've ever had to, to come into the locker room and just everyone accepting me. Um, I know the other freshmen have felt like that too. Um, it's just such a great culture in the locker room and, and everyone accepts everyone for who they are and everyone's pulling the rope in the same direction, which is uh, what you need.
0: Yeah, and then I guess kind of to follow up, and I'm not, I'm not sure if you have an answer to this, but the when was the first time that you finally got that chance to connect with anybody on the Huskies team? Was it actually when you showed up on campus or were some guys reaching out to you as far as, you know, getting you kind of prepped through the summer and helping you with that transition uh, from Fargo to where you are now?
2: Um, it was actually really nice. We came came down here two weeks in, in June and, and got to meet everyone. Um, and I'd say that was just the, the first time of, getting to meet everyone and, and kind of connecting with everyone. And, um, yeah, it made just a transition coming in here, um, and, uh, at the start of school, so much easier, um, just coming in, knowing everyone and, and already kind of having relationships with them.
0: My, my final follow-up question before I kick it back to you, Nick, uh, Jack, um, have I'm assuming you've gotten a chance to go in the men's locker room at this point, uh, who, who are your mates if you will, and have you gotten along well with them so far? Uh, to
2: my left is Brady Zemer, a uh, really good dude. And then to my right is Spencer Meyer. So
0: I got the captain right next to me. <laughs> no pressure, right? No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, Jack, obviously last year you spent uh, time with both Fargo up there with, their, uh, <clears throat> with the, uh, the force as well as some time also with Grand Rapids. Uh, but while you are playing, did you actually uh, follow the Huskies in their season and quite the run that they had for themselves as a season that just a few months back?
2: Oh, no, for sure. Um, I watched every game I could. um, When they were in the the, uh, playoffs, uh, we had a couple of games while they were playing. So uh, we'd we'd come in the locker room and and check the score in between periods. Me and Mason would do that. So, no, it was uh, awesome to see what they did this year and and, uh, last year, by that, sorry. Uh, But, no, um, yeah, it was really special for them.
0: I say the years seem to all kind of run together at this point, don't they? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> I certainly do.
1: Um, and then to follow up with that, Jack, you know, obviously as you, the runner-up, you know, and the Huskies have never made it to the national championship game. They finally accomplished that beat, Uh, But there's still some hunger in that locker room. Um, has there been any discussion about last year or is that kind of behind them? Um, and they're kind of put that in the rearview mirror or maybe there's a little bit of motivation that that can provide too as you know the team was just that close and just couldn't quite seal the deal uh has there been any conversation about uh, that experience and maybe uh, what that might generate for this upcoming season
2: um i mean we've we've talked about it once or twice but no that's that's definitely in the rearview mirror um, and uh, just trying to get to work uh, this season and uh, we know how good our team is this year and and uh and everyone else knows how good we are too so um, it's it's kind of different from last year where last year um the team was sort of say under the radar and and this year we're we're kind of we kind of have an x on our back and and uh yeah it's going to be tough to get back there and and uh we know that and, and we're just putting in the work right now
0: at the risk of mentioning North Dakota, because I am a North Dakota boy, uh, you did spend obviously some time in Fargo with the Force. Uh, what was your experience like there uh, at playing in Fargo at Shields Arena?
2: No, that was that was really special. Um, I got to play there two months before my high school season um, and just getting to play against the, the top junior players um, in the country uh, helped my development so much and uh, had a great group of guys there. Um, Love the team there and and uh, no, it was it was really good for my development for sure.
1: Jack, you know, as they say, you know, especially at the pro hockey level, not, you know, there's off-season hockey. But there really doesn't seem to be an offseason, right? So because when the Stanley Cup was awarded, you go right to the draft and, oh, hey, we got to talk about uh, quite the mm-hmm. feat that, uh, you know, you had too. what what a summer. Uh, first of all, it's it's every player's game to be drafted by a team, right? And obviously, first, second round, I think anybody's happy to have their name called. But Jack, how did it feel when the hometown Minnesota Wild drafted you in the second round here just back in June? I guess t- talk us a- through uh, your reaction to the news and then, you know, just how does it feel to be a a, a prospect of the Minnesota Wild?
2: No, it was, it was crazy. Um, Just sitting at the TV and and hoping that my name would be called by the Minnesota Wild. And then it actually happened. It was, um, I didn't know what to do. Um, Yeah. I got to share that day with my family too, which was, was really special. And then um, to get a call by, by Bill Guerin, uh, a couple other, guys in the office was was really cool and um, yeah that was the team that i watched when i grew up and and uh, yeah it was always a dream to play there and and just to get drafted by them is really special
0: so i've got two follow-up questions to that my first is obviously you know as nick kind of alluded to we were watching as well and nick even said that he had the tweet kind of primed in his phone i uh, you know you're hoping maybe that you end up going to the hometown Minnesota wild as you started to get closer to that pick and you're still on the board, obviously you're hoping to get taken off the board, but you know how close that Minnesota squad is on that board as well. Uh, was there kind of a little bit of tension knowing that maybe you were, you know, only a pick or two away from potentially being picked by them and, you know, kind of some tense moments there.
2: Um, I mean a little bit, but, uh, no, I was, I was still kind of crossing my fingers, hoping that maybe I'd slide slide down to them and and yeah, unfortunately happened.
0: And then a uh, follow-up to that as well, too, uh, we kind of talked to you pre-show about, you know, some of the things we were going to go through and kind of getting the nerves out for uh, the big and bad Huskies Warming House podcast here. Uh, but you also were on national television as well, too, and uh, talking about how you were drafted by Minnesota. What For people who maybe don't understand how uh, TV and media things like this work, what was that experience like for you to be able to essentially be set up with a, with the studio and get that interview process set up? Did you get a phone call? that they say, hey, you know, we'd like to have you jump on it zoom call what was that like and how nervous were you for that particular portion
2: um it was actually really easy excuse me i was in uh i was in plymouth michigan um at the world junior tryout so they had something set up for us and and they had media people there so i i just had to go and sit down behind a computer and kind of just answer a couple questions um and and, uh it didn't really feel like i was live because um it was, it was delayed, so that, that definitely made it easier on me. But, no, it was uh, easier than I thought it would be for sure.
1: Zach, I want to follow up just, again, because, you know, that call that you get, Um, you know, it's a call that I, you know, again, you dream about, especially when you're in the high school ranks. And then, you know, as a Mr. Hockey, where you have to have a sense, your name was going to get called and no question that it did. But after the dust maybe initially settled, you know, did you call your parents or, you know, did you call your dad? And what was that conversation like with your dad? When, you know, the call came in, you you got the interview done, you know, what was that first conversation like post being drafted by the Minnesota wild?
2: Um. Well, my family was with me, so I, I got to hug them right away, which was, was awesome. And um, yeah, my dad just said, congratulations. We're so proud of you. And um, yeah, that was really special for me. I said my thank yous to them. And um, yeah, I think one of the first people I called was actually my high school coach in, in Grand Rapids. And yeah, he was, he was uh, a really good mentor for me and, and just such a great dude. And, yeah, I can't thank
0: him enough. We talk about uh, that mentorship process. Uh, you've got uh, obviously a bevy of veteran players on this Husky squad, but also three great mentors in the coaching staff as well, uh, including uh, someone who knows the college ranks very well and Brett Larson. When you go back, to your journey to a st cloud state uniform when did st cloud first contact you kind of when did the ball start to get rolling and when you knew that playing for the huskies might not only be a possibility but uh, at some point it was going to be a reality
2: um i think i first started talking to them when i was 15 years old um it was actually when moscow was still the coach here um and then uh yeah when brett larson moved over uh continued the communication um, yeah, he, he offered me a, a, a scholarship um, in the summer after my, my Bantam year. Um, and yeah, decided to, to come here and, and haven't looked back since and have loved my decision.
0: Was there was there any other point, too, where uh, you had other teams that had interest or did you kind of know right away, like you mentioned, that St. Cloud was kind of going to be the place to be?
2: Um, I mean... Being the goal for, I always watched the Gophers growing up, uh, I hate to say it, but um, no, uh, when they, they kind of had their slump the, for probably 10 years when I was growing up and uh, knew I didn't want to go there anymore and, and thought St. Cloud would be a really good fit for me pretty close to home. So, you uh, know, jumped on the opportunity.
0: Somewhere Go Huskies Woo! when he mentions that he didn't want to go there anymore, sipping a beer and smiling. and jack you know you talk about the golfers and you know for
1: those who have watched this region of college hockey for long enough because you know go ahead no insert old joke here uh but back to the old WCHA days when you know the golfers saint cloud duluth north dakota i mean this was you know the hot ticket every single weekend and you know the saint cloud and the golfers haven't really been you know, a, a consistent schedule item, and, and now this season, you know, there's going to be a home and home uh, between these two teams, one at Mariucci, one at the Herb. Uh, now that you've watched the Gophers growing up, and to be fair, a lot of people have, in they state. trust me, it's it's not just you, um, but when you see that on the calendar, I think it's, is it the second or third weekend on the schedule? How exciting is it that, you know, not only are you a Division One athlete, uh, coming into St. Cloud, but you get the opportunity to play against them. Is that do you have that uh, weekend circled on your calendar already?
2: No, for sure. Um, that's that's one of uh, our biggest games this year. And, and I know a couple players who, who are going to be on their team. So that's going to be even more fuel to the fire. So uh, yeah, I know. I know the whole team's definitely looking forward to that weekend.
0: Yeah. Speaking of the whole team, Jack, I kind of wanted to follow up and I don't want to put you on the spot too much with this, but like you mentioned, you've been in some captain's practices, you've gotten to skate with a couple of guys. Is there one or two players in particular that really stands out to you as uh, you know, a specific skill set, or kind of like, wow, this player is, is a good hockey player. Are you just kind of trying to take it all in?
2: Um, you know, uh, everyone's bigger, faster, stronger. It's, it's definitely a a change from the junior level. Um, yeah and it's it's just crazy to see how good the team is and um, it just even gets me more excited about this you're just just getting to skate with everyone every day
0: yeah and as we look behind you it looks like a, you must be in your dorm room i'm thinking is where you're at there i uh, how is the living situation been and uh, what do you like to do kind of in your free time uh, not only when you're in st cloud but kind of in general what do you like to do to kick back relax uh, and hang out with the boys
2: yeah, in the dorm room here, um, it's it's pretty tight quarters, but uh, it, it it gets the job done for sure. Um, yeah, no, like a northern Minnesota boy would do. I, I like to hunt and fish and, and uh, spend time on the lake uh, when, I, when I have some downtime.
0: Have you uh, have you met a guy by the name of uh, Easton Brodzinski? Because if you uh, if you like to hunt and fish, I think he's going to be your guy for the entire year. <laughs> yeah.
2: I have met him and and I have heard some stories from him. So no, it's, it's been
1: awesome. I wonder how many of those are true, just like. Nice <laughs> story, <right? laughs> exactly. So, Jack, as we let's actually look forward a little bit, you know, we were talking about the golfers this season, but uh, I guess, you know, what's the, where's what your mentality at for, are you thinking a lot about, you know, the first time you ever get to touch the ice a little bit? Uh, what's, you know, the, what, I suppose, what are the, you know, some of the expectations the coaching staff has for you too, as you are entering in, you know, definitely just trying to get your feet wet here in division one hockey.
2: Um, haven't talked too much about the haven't talked too much to the coaches about, uh, what the expectations are, um, uh, yet, but, uh, no, uh, like you said, there's definitely going to be nerves for, for the first time I touch the ice. And, um, yeah, I think my mindset is, is just trying to get through those nerves and, um, yeah, get, get to where I'm going to be comfortable to play be confident with the puck and and that's that's how it is wherever you you start fresh and um, everyone goes through it and, and no one likes it but uh you got to do
1: it and then jack just a quick follow-up well, you know you talk about coaches expectations what about your own expectations what do you want out of yourself you know as you uh get yourself you know i guess baptized into the college hockey world yeah
2: um just just looking forward uh, to trying to earn a spot on this team uh, And just doing anything to to help the team win is is what my mindset is right now. And and we'll go from there.
0: You know, you've talked a lot about, obviously, you know, the adjustment to the college world. You talk about guys being bigger, faster, stronger. We've talked about your progress, you know, through, like you mentioned, the high school all-star game, through the Fargo Force, getting drafted, getting ready to play in a Huskies uniform. Uh, that process is a unique one to someone who's 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 years old as, as they move versus, um, someone in a in kind of a normal high school setting, if you will, what recommendations or kind of tips or, or things to point out what you have for players who are going along that journey, like you are, where you've recognized that you were a good hockey player and you're trying to get to that next level, trying to get bigger and faster and stronger. Are there any like tips that you would pass along to players that are going through that journey, um, that you're on right now?
2: um yeah i'd say just don't listen to the outside noise Um, there there's a lot of haters out there and and uh, people who who think their kids better and and their kids should be in in the same spot as you but. um, yeah if you if you really want it um, just keep your uh, head down and and try and block up uh, everyone else.
1: And then I just got a couple of questions more for you, Jack. Again, thank you so much for joining us here on the Huskies Us Podcast here on this Wednesday evening. I can't believe it's already dark outside; it's just insane. <laughs> We're heading towards fall for sure, but also means the ice is going to be, you know, coming fresher too. Uh, you know, but but as you enter in as a Husky too, we, we, I know we've talked about the locker room and the culture uh, on this squad and just how special it is. Um, I guess you know, first of all, my my first question is, well, when did you actually arrive on campus?
2: Um I arrived I think the 22nd. twenty second.
1: Twenty second, so not so three, three days ago. Co- a couple days yeah. ago.
2: Or no, not the twenty-second. <laughs> I've I've been here for this will be my third week. That's yeah
1: <laughs> third week. <laughs> yeah. Was it a little <laughs> bit surreal when uh you walked out on the Herbrooks National Hockey Center ice for the first time, even Though it's maybe just practice, just looking up and you know you see pictures of it, whether it's on TV or maybe online. You know, how did it actually feel to step on the ice and look up and actually wear you know the St. Cloud Sea uh, crest on your chest?
2: No, that was that was really special for sure. Um, even though it was just a practice jersey and, and you're out there just for captain's practice, it was it was really special to to look up and even if there is no fans, it's such a special hockey rink and and uh, just to be out there with the team was was really cool.
1: And I guess my last question for you, Jack, and then we'll kick over to Noah is, you know, you already talked about, you know, this team and this, this culture and just how, you know, everybody's so accepting of each other. Uh, was that something you were privy to uh, before you came here? And even if you were, did it meet your expectations as far as, you know, you kind of being, you know, I, I guess, you know, taken in by the group and I guess, what was that process like?
2: Um, I had I, heard from Brett that, um, how good of a culture it was. Uh, um, I didn't really know for sure what it was gonna be like. Uh, I've been accepted on the teams before and, and like I had to go back and forth from Fargo and, and that was pretty easy for me. But uh, no, just just how good everyone was with coming up and introducing themselves, and, and just helping you with if you had a question about where something was. And, just just inviting you to to everything they do if you're if they're going to go out to eat or something and and uh just shooting you text so no it's it's been uh, really cool
0: yeah speaking of uh, the group around you i wanted to ask quickly uh, kind of a little bit a while ago i guess i should say when you mentioned tight quarters in the dorm room do you have a roommate or are you all by yourself
2: yeah my roommate's mason Solquist.
0: <laughs> Yeah, a little bit of familiarity there. Um, The other piece going back to obviously you've been drafted, you've been part of the All-Star Game, you played um, at some of the highest levels uh, in the game of hockey. When you go back from when you first started playing the game, is there one moment, one game, anything in particular that kind of stands out to you as kind of uh, the ultimate moment for you so far in your college hockey career? or in your hockey career, not just your college career. Your college career might be easy to narrow down. I should say your entire hockey career. Oh, Way um, to make him think the first year.
1: Yeah. Oh, um, this is never, where the we, trick
0: questions come in, honestly. Yeah. We've never been known for having brains on this podcast. So this might be the first day. We'll see. I, I'd say
2: probably just my first high school hockey goal. Um, I'll, I'll remember it forever. It was, it was against Warroad um on a saturday afternoon and, um, it was 20
1: out. degrees outside i mean yeah that's pretty <laughs> <laughs> um
2: that's yeah, poetic <laughs> made a move on the blue line and and uh skated it down kind of into the corner and just put a shot on net and somehow it went five hole and uh, fell over when i celebrated but uh yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was pretty cool
0: yeah, one of those where as you get older the story goes where you went coast to coast you know through all yeah. five guys toe drag around the tendy for the game winner if it makes you feel any better jack my first high school goal i uh, i actually didn't score it i put a puck on that and the defenseman actually batted it into the net so at least you scored <laughs> your at least at least you scored yours as well um jack we thank you so much uh for joining us uh here i wanted to ask one final question uh too and this is kind of in regard to the podcast uh we got to extend a special thanks out to nolan walker who had a great hockey season last year but also So it was kind of our liaison for getting you on the show when you first got the text from Nolan or had the conversation that you were going to come on our podcast. uh, Did he have to really explain who the heck we were or what was your first exposure finding out who the Huskies Warming House podcast is, or do you still not know who we are? Who knows?
2: (laughs) No, I I've seen some of your interviews on on Instagram with, I think you had Brett Larson on and uh, watched a little bit of that one. So no, I definitely knew who you guys were.
0: And you were like, get me 100 feet away from these guys, I'm never doing this <laughs> show ever, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking, no.
1: Well, knowing how much he, he probably knows I'm the old one and you're not, probably. So, <laughs> well, Jack, uh, again, we thank you so very much for coming on. Again, thanks again to Noah Walker for, you know, you know I guess getting you on the show. uh We'll definitely be seeing you on the rink at the Herb. uh Good luck. Again, first week of class is almost done. Tomorrow is Thursday. So, uh have fun. Congratulations. Welcome in to being a, a Husky. We're happy to have you on board. And uh, uh best of luck here this season coming forward. I'm sure we'll be talking again.
2: Awesome. Thank you, guys.
1: Jack, thanks again.
0: Have a good evening. Thanks, Me Jack. Too. And once again, always uh, exciting to have a new guest this week in the den for the healthy scratch interview segment. And like you mentioned, a guy a very straightforward and to the point, and I think his play on the ice, uh, it kind of exudes the same way. I, a player that I don't think he's going to be flashy in terms of the goal scoring on the score sheet, as far as, you know, being a goal scoring point producer, but as far as someone who uh, very defensively sound, you know, good shoulder checking, uh, very patient and calm in the corners, a good first pass defenseman, uh, Jack Peart's going to be your guy. Good call. Good, calm composure as he moves up the ice. Uh, Nick, what are you looking forward to the most uh, out of Jack as he kind of enters his freshman year as well as the other two um, freshmen that are going to be joining this club? Well, again, we talk about composure of the puck, right? We asked him
1: about that. And uh, it's something that I watched, uh, again, when I called the game in 2019 uh, down in St. Paul, I noticed just how calm and composed he was. And, I, you know, again, you know, you talk about freshmen. We saw this with Nick Purvix, too, when he was a freshman. He had the tools and the two chest but it's, you know, how can you just build that confidence that you can just kind of slow things down, right? I think it's so easy for a freshman to be, you know, all hyped up and has got the juice going through your veins and just all about settling things down and just knowing that, yeah the game is faster for sure, but in reality, it's in your head. How can you slow things down? And I'm really kind of excited to see what Jack can do, especially on that depth part of the defensive uh, core for the hockey team. Because again, for Jack, if his hockey IQ is a strength, which I do agree, I do believe it will be. Uh, everything else flows through that uh, for him. He's a great skater. Again, he's got size to him. So he's going to have that. Uh, again, he's not going to be, you know, either your bomb shooter from the point. But again, I think, you know, as far as breakouts and uh, maybe learning how to join the rush at good times, knowing how to come back, he's going to be that great two-way defenseman. Now, maybe like a Jonas Brodine, maybe for the Minnesota Wild, maybe that's him. But just to kind of see his progression, how we just get himself uh, acquainted with the college hockey experience. So very excited to see him play.
0: Yeah. You know, I think one of my favorite qualities about him right now, and it might be kind of an odd one because usually uh, it means the other thing and that's his journeyman slash suitcase kind of journey if you will i think that that's important in the sense that you know you've got grand rapids you've got fargo you've got st cloud like you mentioned you've got the all-star game you've got the draft as well too kind of going through those ebbs and flows obviously it can be a little daunting and overwhelming but when you talk about a guy who at 18 years old is trying to be essentially almost that true freshman and jump into a lineup like that i, I think knowing that you had to jump you know, from those levels, from team to team and play at the highest level and be your best and end up being Mr. Hockey and be productive on a Fargo force team that had a good, had a good run. Uh, that's important uh, as you jump into the division one level, being able to play with the big boys at 18 years old, uh, you know, and be a player that's going to be a contributor right away. So I think that that's kind of one of my qualities that I would look forward to with Jack as well, too. Um, as we look forward ahead to what we have on the docket, of course, episode number 76 coming out on Sunday uh, with our regular show as well, hopefully scheduling a guest for that one as well. Mr. Maxson, do we have anything else that uh, we have yet to tell the listeners that I forgot for some apparent reason, or are we, why are you asking the old guy that probably has Alzheimer's? That's what I want to know. <laughs> well, I'd, li- I'd like to make sure that you feel valued on this show, Mr. Maxson. Do you feel that I, I forgot even what we were talking about? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, no, uh, still working
1: on uh, the one-on-one special here. in Mr. Noah Grant said that, that will probably be, I'm going to try to probably release that as we get closer to the hockey season. I just kind of a nice little primer. Uh, the women's uh, again, we're going to be talking a lot about some, some of the women's world participants here for, yeah. uh, you know, Steve McDonald's squad, who's uh, starting to get on the score sheet as well, having some impact play They're over on the world stage up in Calgary, uh, great Canadian city, by the way, and uh, just getting you ready and prepped for, Again, college hockey is about five weeks away. That's it. We're coming up yeah. here, folks. So uh, it's getting close, So We're going to try to get everybody primed, uh, get the Husky squad ready, and then uh, try to encourage everybody get out to the Herb this year. Seriously, this is going to be a fun group to watch. And I want to see uh, the Herb Brooks national hockey filled with just a boisterous amount of fans. So don't take that crap for granted because we couldn't have it last year. Let's fill that building every single uh, uh,
0: game for both men's and women's hockey and make this a ruckus crowd in a very tough place for their opponents to come in and play. Yeah, it's going to be a super exciting year. As we mentioned, we're going to keep you up to date with our weekly show. Our guest coming in, Brett Larson is going to join us uh, pretty much about a week or two before the season actually gets rolling as well, too. So he'll be on the list as well for his, I believe, fifth appearance on the show. How about that? Shattering the, the repeat guest performance record, unless you count Ben Holden, but I, I don't know. <laughs> but nonetheless, that will do it for episode number 75 of the Healthy Scratch interview segment, and we will see you on Sunday for episode 76.
1: Come in, they score! Ripped in! A bomb
2: from Pirates!
1: Yeah. So Dana Rasmussen fires and she scores! Dana Rasmussen for the Huskies. No. Dwayne Kaprizov in for a chance to win!
2: now 42.6 seconds away from wrapping up the school's first ever title.